0: happen to you. And will again. They happened to Norman Meredith. But they will never, never happen to him again. Because, well, listen.
1: Who are you? How can you ask me?
0: That knife, that long, sharp carving knife, to
1: you,
0: Norman. To kill you. Our mystery drama, The Dream Woman, is based on the classic by Wilkie Collins and was especially adapted for the Mystery Theater by George Lothar and stars Kevin McCarthy. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Bush Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Sinoff, the sinus medicines. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Does it come and why? Wiser men than I say that dreams rise like mist out of various levels of the subconscious and the unconscious. But what is the subconscious? What is the unconscious? No one really knows. Oh, there are theories, yes. But no one can say with certainty why we dream. Why, for instance, Norman Meredith dreamed that certain dream. You say, you say you're the woman of my dreams, my dream woman. If that's so, why would you want to kill me with that knife?
1: So You
2: can stay in my world, always. In mine, always.
0: No, I don't understand.
2: Only when you are dead, physically dead, can your spirit live, really live. And you come from the spirit world. A spirit world. One of countless spirit worlds. Oh, join me in it now, dearest Norman. Dearest heart. Join me now! No! Yes! No! No! Yes! Norman! Yes! Norman! I must send you, Norman. I Norman!
3: tell you, Norman. Oh, tell me, please nice. don't. Die. Die. Die! Die, Norman! Die, Die. Die. Norman! Die, Norman! Norman! Wake up! Wake up! Norman! <sighs>
2: Oh, Norman, darling, you've been having a dream
0: and well, a nightmare. No. <laughs> Agnes, Agnes, it's you. Of course, oh. you. Yes, How relaxed. Oh, that woman! Horrible, murderous, murderous woman with knife. a knife. Dream, sweetheart. Nothing but
2: a terrible dream. No. Now, Norman.
0: I saw her. So clearly. Her and a knife. A long, carving knife. Razor shot. Gleaming. And she struck at me with it. Struck. And struck. And struck. Oh, it. no, man. I thought all. I thought all clearly, vividly. She was tall. Long, blonde hair that fell below her shoulders, so. A figure, and eyes, light blue, hazel eyes, flecked with green. Oh, heaven help me, I'll never, never be able to get her out of my mind. Oh, she, and that knife. Ooh. Ooh. Well, now, Norman, I can tell you this. As a psychiatrist, I have a number of patients who are troubled with nightmares, often with the same recurring nightmare, but <laughs> they never come true, Norman. And neither will yours. No, no. What about that feeling? How do you explain that feeling that the woman last night, in that dream last night, seems as real to me today as she did then? That's why, even though I know how terribly busy you are, I had to see you today. She stays there. She. He won't leave my head. Never too busy to fit an old friend into my schedule, but then... Oh, excuse me. Yes, nurse? Uh, tell Miss Lawrence I won't be more than another five minutes. Ah, uh, see, where was I? Oh, no. yes. I was about to say I'm all but positive you won't have this dream again, Norman. Frankly, I think you've been driving yourself too hard. All right, now, what's the meaning of this, Dr. Gerstein?
2: Miss Lawrence... You have kept me waiting more than 20 minutes. I'm sorry, Miss Lawrence, sorry. You... I've got a hairdresser appointment at 3, and you're sorry? Look, Buster, you may be the great psychiatrist, Dr. Arnold Gerstein, but I am Sandy Lawrence, and nobody pushes me around, okay? Nobody
0: is pushing you
1: around,
2: Miss Lawrence. You don't call making me wait 20 minutes pushing me no, around? No, no, not when an emergency comes up. See the emergency, uh, Miss Lawrence. If you'll just be patient another minute. Oh, or so. all right, all right, another minute, but no more. You understand, and I mean it. What's the matter with him? Why is he staring at me like that? Well, what's with you, Buster? You
0: give me the will. I... You... Uh, one minute longer, Miss Lawrence. I won't be more than another minute. What is with you, Norman? You were staring at Miss Lawrence as if if she had shocked you. Who is she, Arnold? Her name is Sandra Lawrence. What does she do? Well, she claims to be an actress, but I don't think that's quite the profession she's in. Uh, Why were you staring at her like that? Didn't you notice? Notice what? Tall, sexy, long blonde hair, hazel eyes, flecked with green. Oh! Oh, yes, yes. She resembles the woman you saw in the dream. No, 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 not resembles, Arnold. She is the woman in my dream. Yes? My name is Norman Meredith, Miss Lawrence. Yes? Well, well, I was wondering if I might uh, talk with you for a few minutes...
2: Well, about uh, what you selling something?
0: No, 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 no. I'm not a salesman, nothing like that. I could I come in?
2: Well, I don't know. Uh, somebody give me my name, a client of mine? No, well,
0: I'm a friend of Doctor Kirsten's. I, I saw you in his office this afternoon.
2: Oh, hey, you. You're the character that kept staring at me.
0: I apologize for that. It was, it was very rude of me.
2: Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, lots of guys stare at me.
0: <gasps> could I?
2: Yeah, sure. Come on in.
0: I, uh, I followed you after you left Arnold's, uh, Dr. Gerson's office.
2: You followed me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Hey.
2: <laughs> you got it bad. Unless you got some other reason for playing bloodhound. Uh, how about a drink first, huh?
0: First? Oh, <laughs> well, if you got it that bad. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think you understand. I want to talk to you. Talk to me. If that's the way you get your kicks. Tell me about yourself, Miss Lawrence. know, tell me all about yourself. <laughs> you're real flaky. You just want to talk? I want to know all about you. All about you. Who you are, where you come from, what you do for a living. Oh,
2: come on. You must be kidding. What I do for a living. Mm. <laughs> hey, Norman, you put me away. You really do. Mm,
0: Dr. Gerson said you're an actress. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, you could put it that way. I put on a real good act.
0: If you mean what I think you mean... Well,
2: what else would I mean? I mean, you can't be as square as you sound. I can you? Look, will you stop staring at me like that? I really don't like being stared at.
0: I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't help myself. You fascinate me. Lawrence.
2: A Sandy. that is uh,
0: for Sandra. Sandra. I dreamed of you last night. Uh uh-huh. Well, lots of guys do. Men who've never met you. Well,
2: okay. So you dreamed of me last night. I mean, you know, what do you want, an Academy Award? <laughs>
0: no. I, I I, want to get to know you better.
2: <laughs> Come on, I mean, What's
0: the angle, huh? No angle. I, I, I told you. You are... You fascinate me. Look, Norman, you level with me. You level with me right now, or just below, okay? I am leveling with you. When I say you fascinate me, I mean, well, it was a dream to begin with. And then meeting you, a dream woman in the flesh in Gerson's office, there's, there's something so strange about it, about it, and you. Oh, no, I'm strange. No, oh, no, it's more than that. It's, it, 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 it's you. I, I'm drawn to you. Waiting for you outside the medical center. I kept telling myself I was crazy. and I would put you out of my mind, go about my business, but I couldn't do it. All the time that I was following you, waiting for you, I didn't want to. I didn't want to, but I had to. I had to, you see. I was incapable of doing anything else. It must be like being an alcoholic or a drug addict. It's a compulsion. I, I have to be with you.
2: whatever you got, you still got it bad. Now, Normie, dearest heart, my time is valuable. It's $50 an hour. Dearest heart.
0: Hmm? Dearest heart. You called me that in the dream, dearest heart. Oh, yeah? Oh, how
2: about that? How about the 50 bucks? Well, sure. Okay, (laughs) in advance.
0: Oh. Oh, sure, anything you, you say? Uh... Andy?
2: Yeah. Uh put it on the table, Norman. Not a boy. Okay. What'll we talk about?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anything. Anything, as I said. I, I want to know all about you. Tell me about yourself.
2: Okay. Uh but uh how's about I slip into something more comfortable first, hmm? All right. You fix yourself a drink. There are bars over there.
0: You got me, Scott?
2: Yes, yeah, sir. There's shelf under
0: the bar. Okay. Oh. Good Lord. What's the matter? It's knife. It's a carving knife. Where did you get it?
2: How do I know? I had it for years. Oh, you, you fascinated by knives, too?
0: No. No, not knives. A knife. This one. Well, oh, I said
2: it before, and I'll say it again, Norman. You put me away.
1: Divorce.
0: You want a divorce, Norman? Yes, Magnus, I do. To marry
2: this tramp? Yes. I-, I can't really believe you're saying it. I-, I can understand you're being fascinated by a woman who resembles
0: the woman you saw in your dream. She is the woman in my dream. I'm in love with her, Agnes. In love? With the kind of woman you tell me she is? Hmm? Norman, in love? Haltlessly, helplessly, compulsively. I'm, I'm gripped by something out of my control. I've tried to fight it to free myself of it, and I can't. Agnes, I can't. But
2: my darling, you've got to. I'm you. Yes, and you love me. I know you do. Yes. We've been married for yes. 20 years. Yes. Properly married. But... You can't throw years away like old Jews. Destroy everything we've built together. Everything we've come to mean to each other.
0: I'm powerless to do anything else.
2: Well, I have not.
0: What do you mean?
2: I mean that you're suffering from some sort of... Some sort of aberration. You're sick, Norman. Mentally sick.
3: And I am not letting you do anything as stupid, as disastrous, as marrying
2: that girl. I will not divorce you, Norman. Agnes. No, Norman. In a few months, it'll all be over. This sudden romance of yours will be dead. Stone cold
0: dead. No. In a few months, I will be stone cold dead. Missions. dreams which foretell events that will happen in the future. There are, in fact, many such cases on record. Explain them? I can't. The truth is, no one can. Not even Norman Meredith. I'll be back shortly with Acts. up with anything but a satisfactory answer. We might ask now, what is a compulsion? And find the answer equally unsatisfactory. A compulsion is, of course, the doing of something in spite of yourself. The doing of it against all the dictates of intelligence, reason, sanity. And that is precisely what Norman Meredith, well-to-do stockbroker... ...finds himself doing in the suite of a palatial hotel in Rome, Italy close on to four o'clock of a summer morning. What am I doing here? Four o'clock in the morning in a Roman hotel, walking up and down, pacing the floor and talking to myself, talking to myself like some kind of nut, some kind ah, the prodigal returns. Oh, still awake, really? Right, I haven't been to sleep. Where have you been, Sandy? And that package, what's that package?
2: Oh, a little item I picked up in the flea market around 2 this a.m.
0: Flea markets aren't open at 2 in the morning.
2: Well, they are, if you know the right people.
0: Huh? And what creeping things have you been running all over Rome with this time?
2: Answer me, Sandy. Oh, Normie, flake off. I don't have to answer you about it. Oh,
0: yes, you do. Oh.
2: Have no hold on you. We're not married. You still have no hold on me, married or not. <laughs> True enough, I guess. True enough. So anytime you want out, Normie, you just say so. Anytime you've had enough
0: of me. Oh, I'll never have enough of you, and you know it. Damn you, you know it.
2: Oh, how do you know it, Handy? Normie, come on. We're not going to hash that all over again, are we not? At four o'clock in the morning, I'm dead deep. Uh, Look, I'm I'm going to go to bed.
0: You? No. No, 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 no. no. I'm not sleeping.
2: When are you ever? You know something, Norman? I don't think you sleep more than an hour or two in 24. Mm. What are you, an insomnia after something? Are you afraid of... the dream? The dream. The one you had about me. No. I'm
0: not afraid. Why should I be? I don't
2: know, except you never told me what it was. And you scared to death. Dark. Oh, what Oh what, for Pete's
0: sake? Me. You. Would I, would I be here in Rome with you if I was scared of you? Would I take you all over to Europe these past few weeks if I was scared of you?
2: Oh, not me. Not, not scared of me in the flesh. Me in the dream. Come on, Mommy, What happened in the dream? What'd I do? Go to bed, Sandy. Okay. But that must have been some dream. Oh, hey. Let me show you what I picked up in the flea market.
0: I'm not interested in flea market junk.
2: This isn't junk. Mm. Got some kind of royal crest on the handle. And Milo said he's the one of the guys I was with. He knows steel. And he said the steel in this knife was the best
0: Toledo Ah. money to buy. Hey, Norman. What's the matter? Why does a corpse? Why? Why did you buy that knife?
2: I saw it. I liked
0: it. Why? Why did you like it?
2: What's wrong with me wanting a carving knife? Everything, everything.
0: There's everything wrong with you wanting a knife, a carving knife. What do you need with one? Do you cook? No. Are you even ever in the kitchen? No. But what do you want with a carving knife? You
2: want to know the truth? I've been sort of thinking of taking up cooking, maybe, okay?
0: You? You learn to cook. You can't boil water. All
2: right, Normie. You don't have to rub it in. Look, I just thought... You're really a nice guy. You're square, but you're nice. And I know I've been giving you a hard time. I mean, I'm out on the town all hours in the night living it up. And, well, we'll be leaving for Paris tomorrow and they've got a real out-of-sight cooking <laughs> school there. And I thought if, if I could just make things up to you... Ah, uh, what do you care? Uh,
0: oh, I care. I care. I care a lot. If you're saying that you're thinking of maybe settling down and acting like a wife... When we're married, that is. And don't worry, Agnes will give me a divorce. Well, if that's what you've got in mind, I care. Is, is that what you're thinking? I
2: guess so. Yeah, I guess that's it. What else would have made me decide to learn to cook? What else would have made me buy this now? <gasps>
0: Will you snap it up? We've got less than 40 minutes to make the plane to Paris. I'm trying to find that knife. Knife? What knife? The
2: carving knife, the one I picked up last night at the flea market. I left it right here on the table when I went to bed, and now it's gone.
0: Forget it. it. I'll get you another.
2: It's got to be here somewhere. You didn't take it, did you? No, me.
0: What would I want with a carving knife? You're the one who's going to take the cooking lesson. If you didn't take it, where
2: could it have got you? I
0: don't know, and I don't care. Now, come on, or we'll miss that plane. (laughs) Huh? Oh, yes, thanks, Agnes. The Scotch and water is easy on the Scotch. Right. I... Arnold, you're a psychiatrist. What's wrong with Norman? What's happened
2: to him? Why is he so fascinated by this cheap, common
0: tramp? I can't answer that. No doctor could, without at least months of investigation of talks with Norman of treatments. But you must have some theory. I don't. Some things that happen in this world are beyond us, beyond our understanding. Now consider. Norman had a dream in which a woman tried to stab him to death. The next day, he meets in the flesh the selfsame woman of that dream. So he said. Norman is no fool like He She meets this woman who tried to kill him in his dream. And he's irresistibly drawn to her. Now, is Norman mad? He is not. What, then, is the answer to all this? Who are you? How can you ask, Norman? Don't you know me? know would I know you? We've never met. Oh, yes, we have. And, Norman, um, dear. And the woman is mm-hmm. a dream. Mm-hmm. The dream woman. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you hold that knife? That long, sharp carving been... knife? To kill you, Norman. To kill you. Why would you want to kill me with that knife?
2: So you can stay in my world always. Be mine
0: always. Uh, I don't understand. a bad trip?
2: No, no, no. You know better
0: than to
2: ask. Where am I? What happened? We're in Paris. We're in Paris, France. We've been here for a week. It's 2.30 in the morning and you've been having a nightmare. And boy, you nearly killed me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Look at me. You've ripped my gown.
0: Gown? I'm in pajamas. You're wearing a gown?
2: I just got in. Came into the bedroom and there you were moaning and tossing. I... I tried to wake you up, and you attacked you, you, you me. You grabbed me. You kept trying to looked like you were trying to stab me.
0: You you said you'd be home early. You said you wanted to be erected, fresh for tomorrow's ceremony at the Curzon Rouge cooking school.
2: Yeah, well, the people I was with, they, they decided to make a night of it, you know? That, they're, they're still at it. Me, I broke away. So you see, I, I am home
0: early, Normie. And stop calling me that you a dozen times. Stop calling me Normie. I'm sorry. I
2: understand. Oh. Norman. Mm. I don't know what it is with me. I mean, I try. I really try to be the way you want me oh, to be, no, but I don't, I don't know what it is. And it's funny because at first I didn't care what you thought, how you felt, but being with you all these weeks... You're really smooth, Norman. You really are. And I'd like to be more than I am for your sake, but there's just something in me. I just can't... can't control it. You, too. And no, you mean me, too.
0: Oh, you can't help yourself. I can't help myself. We're in the same boat, Sandy, and I have the feeling it's just begun to sink. Alors, please votre attention, mesdames et messieurs, s'il vous plaît Ah, merci. Uh, today, as the maître of this particular class in cooking here at Le Corbin Rouge, it is, uh, as you know, my pleasure to award prizes to the three best students. I'm delighted to see that Monsieur Norman Meredith has accompanied the beautiful Sandra Lawrence today. Because to her goes the first
1: prize.
0: Ah. (laughs) Come forward, Sandy. (laughs) Venezia, and accept your award. (laughs) Avec mes compliments, chérie. Oh, thank you.
2: You're (laughs) nature. Thank you very much. Um, Shall I open it so everybody can see what it is? (laughs) Yes, of course. Okay. Oh, Hey. It's a knife. A beautiful carving
0: knife. Uh, we uh, take notice, chérie. The name Le Cordon Rouge inscribed on the handle and your own name oh. on, on the blade. Monsieur Meredith, are you not proud of Miss Lawrence? Eh, you... uh, Monsieur Meredith. Oh. Are you oh. ill? Mm. Mm. No, I just, I just need some fresh air. Excuse me. Oh. Oh.
2: You heard me, Normie. Where is the knife? How do I know? Now, you listen to me. Mm. The first time I met you, when you came to my place in New York, you acted real funny when you found that carving knife on the bar. You remember? And somehow I never saw that knife again. It just disappeared. Because you took it. You don't know what you're
0: talking about.
2: Oh, I don't? No. Then what happened to the carving knife I picked up at the flea market in Rome? I know I left it on that table when I went to bed that night, and it wasn't there when I got up, and somehow it disappeared forever.
0: Just why you're accusing me
2: Because of... you took them and you hid them, or you threw them away, or you did something, and you've done the same thing with my Cornard Rouge knife. Not me. Then where is it? Now, you took the knife, Normie. You've taken them all. I don't care about the other two, but this one... It means something to me. Oh, so you won first prize in the cooking class. What's the big deal? You can say that to me. Listen, I went to that class so I could learn to cook for you, not for me.
1: Oh,
2: and I succeeded. God. I won first prize. Me, Sandy Lawrence, first prize. I don't care about the knife. I care about what it stands for. And it stands for the fact that you know, I'm falling in love with you, Norman. Don't dandy baby me. I want my knife. Now, where is it? What have you done with it?
0: I threw it away, Sandy. Where? In the river, in the sand. Then it's gone. I'm afraid so, honey.
2: Raymond, how could you do this? Why did you do it? Well... Why?
0: Oh, well, I... I guess you might as well know, but... Because of a dream.
2: What, the dream about me? Yes. What in heaven's name can the dream have to do with knives?
0: In the dream, you try to kill me with a knife.
2: I try to kill you?
0: With a carving knife. Exactly like the knife I took and threw away. Long, gleaming, razor sharp.
2: Are you telling me that I'm going to kill you? Stab you to death with a carving
0: knife? Yes, that, that's what I'm afraid of, Sandy. It's why I've been throwing away the knives, the carving knives, that you somehow come up with again and again.
2: You know something? You were out of your head. Just because that first prize is a carving knife is no reason.
0: <coughs> Monsieur Philippe. Uh, may I come in, Sandy? Uh, Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, Monsieur Merlis, hello. Uh, Can I give you a drink? Oh, no, 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 merci, no. I stay only a minute or two. The fact of the matter is I am somewhat embarrassed to be here. Embarrassed? Something has happened which I do not understand. Uh, This morning I presented you with a beautiful carving knife first prize for your work in my cooking class. Yeah. Yes. Well, this afternoon, a man come to me. He had been fishing on the banks of the Seine, and his hook had caught on this knife. A carving knife. A wee, Monsieur Meridae. The, the knife I gave you, Sandy, as first prize. It is, as I say, a puzzle to me, an embarrassment because the knife could have got into the river only one way. It must have been thrown there, and, well, I know what I'm trying to say is if you do not want the oh. knife... Hey, oh. no, eh, Mr. Manavis. Oh. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Is it something with knives? When I gave it to you this morning it turned white, looked sick. And now denied bother him and <laughs> say what? They kill him, Monsieur Philippe.
2: They kill him.
1: Well,
0: all things considered. I think they'd kill me, too. It is curious this affinity Sandra Lawrence has for carving knives, or they for her. I'll return shortly with that tweet.
3: Hi, I'm Goldilocks. Miss Goldilocks, if you please. And I'm a professional taste tester. Here at my taste test laboratory, that's TTL for short, I taste test everything from porridge to diet drinks. Actually, there's not that much taste testing in porridge these days. There used to be, once upon a time. I mean, that's how this miz got into the biz. (laughs) But lately, it's been diet drinks. I mean, with so many diet drinks going sugar-free, I've been really busy conducting taste tests. A rather unbearable assignment, to be sure. But then I discovered sugar-free diet 7-Up. Fresh, natural, delicious. My only problem is that Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up tastes so good that it broke my Goldilocks Diet 3 taste in Well, Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up certainly has my seal of approval. This one's just right.
0: Here's a timely offer from your participating Culligan Man. He will give you a big 34-by-64-inch carry Cloth Hay Culligan Man Beach Towel A $6.50 value, absolutely free. Just for letting him explain Culligan soft water service in your house. He will show you how to pamper your family with refreshing bathing, lustrous shampoos, and spotless dishes. And your Culligan man offers three economical ways for you to enjoy unlimited soft water automatically. You have your choice of portable exchange service, the automatic rental plan, or outright purchase. Don't delay. Get all the interesting facts now. This offer is good while limited supplies last. So, whether you own or rent your home, call your Culligan Man for your free beach towel featuring the famous Culligan Man and Culligan Gal cartoon characters in three bright colors yelling,
3: My Culligan Man!
0: 82 degrees at Midway Airport on WBBM Chicago. come true? Do they ever? If they do, is Norman Meredith fated to be stabbed to death by the woman who haunts his dreams? The woman he finds irresistible in real life? Sandy.
2: Yes, Norman?
0: Tell me where it is.
2: Well, what is?
0: You know what? the knife.
2: Norman, we said we wouldn't talk about it anymore.
0: I remember you said we wouldn't. When I came into that hotel room in Paris and asked you what you'd done with the knife, you said we wouldn't talk about it anymore. Not me. I I threw it away. You're a liar. Norman. You wouldn't have thrown it away? It meant too much to you. You've hidden it.
2: All right, all right. I, I get it. Get it. What, so you can throw it away? No. Listen to me. No, Norman, you listen to me for once. I'm listening. Now, the first time we met, I was... Well, not what I am now. I was kind of tough. I was kind of coarse. Kind of person I... I don't want to be anymore because you showed me another kind of life. Where is the knife? Listen to me, please. Norman, I'm trying real hard to be the kind of woman who'd who'd be worthy of you, you know, the kind of woman you could really love, the kind of woman
0: you'd marry. We'll talk about all this later. Right now, I want that knife. Norman, forget the knife. Andy. you get me that knife. Wherever you hit it, get it and give it to me or so help me out. All right, all right. Here. You want it? Touch it. You, you threw it at me. Another incident would have. You
2: wanted it, Norman. You got it. Pick it up. Ah, <laughs> pick it up. Well, pick it up, all right. I'll
0: pick it up. I'll. That's the last you'll ever see of it. You're plenty of others. There's no trick buying a carving you'll knife. No, buy no knives. I'm going to get rid of this, and it's the last carving knife we'll ever see in this house. We'll see about that. I'm telling Lamb, you. Ma'am, I'm
3: telling you. Nothing. You're
0: telling me nothing. Norman! Nothing, no! Nothing.
3: nothing. <laughs> oh!
1: oh. I don't understand. I killed her. I've heard
0: it death. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Hello? Agnes, all I can say is you were right from the first right. was just an aberration or infatuation? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, it's over. Will you take me back?
2: Of course, Norman. I never really let you go. But... Yes? Are you sure it's
0: over? Are you absolutely sure? (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. I left her this morning. I told her that uh, everything was over between us. Everything. What did she say? Nothing.
3: Nothing. Oh, Mama, darling! I'm sorry. No. Oh, you poor thing. You're worn out on the ragged edge.
0: Done for. True. No. No. Yes, sir. I ruined our marriage. I've been. No, that's
2: nonsense.
0: Our marriage is. Never, never be the same. You know, it won't, Agnes. Oh. I did. (laughs) Leaving you, running off with her? Well, you were caught up in something
2: beyond your control. Too powerful for you to handle, but it is over now. Put it behind you. Begin it, together. I Come can't. I can't. it isn't the end for us, Norman.
0: It is
2: for her. What? It is the end for her. You mean Well... Yes, in a way, I suppose it is. But her kind, she'll, she'll get by. She'll start living again.
0: Don't say that.
2: But darling, she will. It isn't all over for her
0: either. It is. It is. I killed
2: her, Agnes. What kind of nonsense are you talking? Norman. Uh, Norman, we're not going to talk anymore. Not now. I, um... I've got to go out for an hour or two, but while I'm gone, I want you to rest out. Lie down for a while. Will you do that? Yes. And, um, if you feel like a snack, ask Nora to fix something for you. Nora? Well, oh, I haven't had a chance to tell you we have a maid. Nora. Wonderful cook, too. So if you want something, just ask her. You'll find her in the kitchen. She loves it, so she practically highly makes it. What is it, dear?
0: This isn't a dream, is it? But I'm home with you. I'm not dreaming, am I, Agnes?
2: If you are, it's no nightmare,
0: darling. Isn't
2: it? Isn't it? I am afraid I told a little lie, Arnold. I just said I had to
0: go out for an hour or so, but... Of course, I came straight here to see you. I'm glad you did, Agnes. I'm as worried about Norman as you are. He talked about Sandra Lawrence as if he had killed her. I mean,
2: really killed her. When, of course, what he meant was that he felt that he'd ended her
0: happiness, ruined her future. Oh, excuse me, my nurse. Yes? Captain who? The police. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Put him through. Uh, yes, Captain, this is Dr. Girstein. Yes? Well, she was a patient of mine. What's that? Stabbed to death? Oh, good heavens, I... Yes, 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 of course. I'll answer any questions you may have. Uh, No, not at all. Goodbye. Agnes... You, uh, you said you left Norman at home? Yes. We'd better go there at once. Why?
2: Arnold, what is it?
0: That was the police. Sandra Lawrence was found this afternoon in her apartment. Stabbed to death. Oh. Norman is telling the truth? He was likely, Agnes. All too likely.
2: Norman? Norman? Oh, he's probably in the bedroom asleep. I'll come with you. No, it's at uh, the, the kitchen. I told him if he wanted to snack to ask Nora. Out
1: there.
0: Yes, Nora, that is your name, isn't it, Nora? Yes. What happened here? I don't
2: know. I can't make any sense out of it. What happened? It came here into the kitchen. I just started dinner. It stared at me like I was some kind of ghost or something. And then he flung himself at me, grabbed me by the throat,
3: and he was screaming, I'll kill you once and for all, I'll kill you and be you. Dad, I grabbed for something to protect myself with. The carving knife was handy, I grabbed that. And the next thing I knew, he was there on the floor with a knife in his chest. Dad, I killed him. But
2: he would have killed me if I had. Why? Why would he have killed you? Agnes, go back into the living room.
1: Leave this to me. I want
2: to know. My husband didn't even know you, Nora. Why would he have wanted to kill you? I don't understand.
0: I do. Or do I? What do you mean? When did you hire Nora? Yesterday. Yesterday morning. According to the police, that's about the time Sandra Lawrence was murdered. What of it? What in heaven's name is that to do with Nora? Look at her, Agnes. Take a good look. Tall, hazel eyes with flecks of green. Long, blonde hair. You never met her, but I can tell you Nora is the image to the life of Sandra Lawrence. So, through one of those strange twists that fate so often takes, Norman Meredith's nightmare became reality, as he always knew it would. I'll be back shortly, just when you think you... You remember that, As I said when we began, little, if anything, is known about the origin of dreams, where they come from, why they come, what they mean. I can only wish most sincerely for all your dreams to be happy ones, but I doubt that they will. Our cast included Kevin McCarthy, Terry King, Grace Matthews, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Now, a preview of our next tale. Your
3: are Clark. You gave me your ring.
0: But, but I told you...
3: Lord, you may play the other women. You may deceive other women. But no man in the history of the world has ever been to me and lived. I am Venus. I am Aphrodite.
0: But I only...
3: Hundreds, thousands, numberless races of men on this planet have worshiped me under numberless names. And now, choose you. You must leave this woman.
0: Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by New Sugar-Free Diet 7-Up and Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. to WBBM Chicago News Radio 78, the correct time, 1123.